It's me, the Deli Guy. You'll listen to Sam Bonner Show. There's nothing better, guys. Tune in. You'll be surprised. You'll have a great time. Don't forget, be kind out there. It's me, the Deli Guy, and there's nobody better than me. Here we go, Sam Boner Nation. Welcome back. DJ Colin and Sam Boner Mick coming to you live on this beautiful, beautiful day in the Sam Boner hood. Colin, I got to be honest with you, man. I, I, I feel like I'm still in quarantine I, or, I, um, or I'm back in quarantine. When you're, when you're being held ransom of your Sam Boner page, I'm, I'm trying to pump content. I'm in the biggest Sam Boner run of my entire life. I was going to drop one at like my local gas station earlier today. And I'm like, I don't know. Am I going to spend 15 bucks on a sandwich just to, just to Sam Boner for the hell of it? Then I that come home soft. and I. That is make, soft. What? I'm not soft. What do you want? I'm just in a rut. It comes and it goes. Listen, get the sandwich. Just keep on Sam Boning. Practice what you preach. Rip it and do a video. What's the difference? Oh, just my you know, God. I know. You know what? You're right. Because I come home and I make a little homemade, John, and I get the shit end of the stick. You know what the shit end of the stick is? When you pull out the loaf of bread and you get the, the last piece of bread, like the flat top. What do they even call that? <laughs> Bullshit. All, everyone's hands have been like reaching past it and just mushing it down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, no, nah, man, we're we're out here. We're still grinding, doing what we can to make uh make the most light in this world, dude. But uh yeah, yeah. dude. All is good in the hood, the Sam Boner hood. How you doing today, bud? I'm doing great, man. For those that don't know the Sam Boner show. Follow him on Instagram. That's the new path right before as we get this Sam Boner. The Sam Boner, the Sam Boner page is coming back better than ever. We're working on getting it back. But again, this, follow the Sam Boner show. Do not tag the Sam Boners or you're going to get berarded with whatever. Negativity. Yeah, give me all your Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Go to the local uh, Willow Grove Mall. Make a left at the second elevator and uh, send me $500 in Bitcoin. <laughs> We don't, I don't want to give this guy, now. we're not giving this guy any more light. So everything's good though, man. Running around, moving and shaking, training hard, podcasting, you name it, man. Just waiting for the opportunity, waiting for the draft to pass here and kind of see what teams don't get the tight end they want and go in with a group of guys and work out for that spot and try to get it. So we'll see. Nice, man. Nice. All the best to you. Uh, the Sam Boner Show could not be brought to you or could not be possible if it wasn't brought to our good friends. Uh, let's just run this down. The original fudge kitchen, baby. Woo! Shipping fudge all across the country. Chocolate, vanilla, peanut butter. Right about that time, baby. We're, what are we, 35 days until, uh, shit, that reminds me. I still got to get a beach chair, but summer is right gonna, around the corner, baby. No better what are you time to go go with? load up on your fudge. What's that? I, yeah, definitely got to load up on the fudge. What are you going to go with? I We talked about this before. Mecca, I think you should load up with the $100 beach chair. It's going to be industrial. It'll last you forever. Or are you going to go with the $30 job that you have to get every single year? Yeah, you know, I, I, I haven't taken a, I haven't taken a good look or a, a bite at any of the beach chairs. <laughs> but no, man, I'm definitely in the market. Uh, so if you're selling beach chairs, hit us up at the same owner show. I mean, if I get myself a nice little Hank sauce beach chair or like a Sea Isle beach chair, that'd be a good idea. Start branding beach chairs. Sam Boner's beach chairs. The problem with that, we should, but the problem with that is that people are sitting in them. You can't see what the, the thing is. So marketing-wise, you can't really sell yourself. The best, actually, we got the, the kids, the beach chairs with the backpacks on the back, or the backpacks, and then they had, like, the little coolers in the back. So they stuffed their little lunches and drinks in there. Yeah, man, we're lighting the load. As these kids get older, we lighten the load. No more wagons, no more nothing. I just backpack it up. I got a 12-pack of beer in the backpack. Off we go, baby. 
Now, what do you think about Ross Tucker on my show? He said that the best sandwich on earth is a sandwich on the beach. I, I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. Uh, that said, I, I do do a fair amount of sand boning on the beach. Uh, I just, I hate getting the sand in the sandwich, man. Like there's a lot of sand that's kind of blowing back and forth, gets in the sandwich. I mean, I guess if you like that extra crunch, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good thing, but not, so I, mean, I like to take out, yeah, I like to hit up uh, like a little hot dog stand or I like to order from, you know, just like Berardi brothers or something along those lines. They, those guys do a great job with like the delivery. Delivery on the beach is a huge thing now, man. Pizzas, hoagies, cheese. Got some cakes. kid out there just grinding in the summer heat, just like oh, the chaff- <laughs> the chaffage alone. I couldn't do it. Poor guy, poor girl, whoever it is. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. But yeah, man. Uh, shout out to our good friends, friends of the page, Cafe Carmela, Joe Ooh. and Anne Marie. Just continue to dominate the San Bonerhood location over in Burholm, Northeast section. They got a new location coming in Huntington Valley. Those guys, top three cheesesteak cutlet sandwiches are phenomenal. Just an unbelievable family-run business right Unreal. here in the Northeast. Uh, another shout-out to Lilo's Tomato Pie in Hainesport, New Jersey. Lisa and John Paxia, just a couple sweethearts doing all they can in the community of New Jersey, slinging unbelievable food, cheesesteaks, pizza. And then last but not least, my good friends Mike and Nick at Berardi Brothers. Um, just holding it down in Sea Isle, Southampton. Dude, they came onto the scene in Southampton and they they blew up the Sambonerhood, honestly. There's a now, I guess, a you don't even you can't go and get it. You gotta pre-order cheesesteaks at this point. You gotta pre-order cheesesteaks, get in line, get in queue. Same thing with Curly's down in Levittown. Like the demand is just through the roof. That's why we're the fattest city in the fucking country, Colin. <laughs> well, we also one. are the happiest city in the country. And the right? happiest. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to be up for Mother's Day, so we may have to whack that down, Mick. Go yeah, there. Good luck with that, dude. You'll need a good three, four-hour nap in the afternoon. And then last but not least, shout out to Hank Sauce, Sam Boner Nation, affiliates of the Hank Sauce family. You want to get out there and buy some Hanks for your, your friends. Nice little gift packages online. Use the uh, promo code. Sam Bone, S-A-M-B-O-N-E. And that's it, baby. We're rocking. We're rolling. We got a big show on the back end to, of today. We're bringing on the deli guy at the Parkwood Deli. I believe his handle is Parkwood Deli at Parkwood Deli. This guy is a <laughs> pistol, dude. You think you could drink, you know, 12 cores lights in a given day? This guy could probably throw back 24. <laughs> I mean, I, the guy, my, again, it has nothing to do with uh, how much I like people based off how much they drink, but I'll tell you what, his stock went up big time for me, and I'm like, all right, Mick and I definitely, <laughs> Mick and I definitely need to go and see this guy on a Friday night because he works his you-know-what off. I mean, the guy's a grinder. He's like, you'll see the video, people. If people again, you listen to the show, listen. But if you want to watch the YouTube, which we have every show on YouTube, he was so entertaining. People are walking behind him during the show. He's like telling people what to do. He's like running the restaurant while he's doing this show. He's kind of a guy like his son does a social media for him. And he overnight became famous. And he's like, what do you mean? I have all these likes and followers. So super humble, great material. Like he's a Sam Boner, this guy. Like he's- That's the beautiful part about like the older, like our elders, right? They want nothing to do with social media. However, they may want to just bring on this video presence, something that their kids help them kind of get over that. But I have another quick story. A friend of mine down the shore, their niece, like 24-year-old niece, uh, went to their their pop-up. They call him Anana, and he's like been the chef his entire life, but he's now retired, and it's still just a passion of his. So they started filming him in his kitchen, making all these different cuisines. 
Sure enough, quickly got up to like over 100,000 followers on TikTok. <laughs> Every day he'll call his niece and say, hey, how many points did we get yesterday? How many points? Like talking about views. and <laughs> It's so awesome, man. It's so awesome. It's, it's interesting like what the future is with that, right? Obviously, we're trying to be on the head of the curve and get in the media company and then the Sam Boner show and all the things we have going on here at Not For Long Media. But for a guy like that at Parkway Deli, he's just cooking and grinding every day. And his son's just there with a the camera, just following him around. And the guy's juice is unbelievable. Like, that's a place I want to go get a sandwich. He's posting pictures of people Sam Bonin outside from California that were driving through Jersey and stopping Solomon. So give him a follow on social media. Not like we were pumping his tires, but and he was on our show, but because he's a great dude and they he's hysterical. I mean, I I I pass along to Mick. I'm like, this guy is a character. He's so, got the juice, baby. He's got the juice. He's great. Big Giants fan. We had some good smack talk there between him and Mickey. So, yeah, all's good. Park Waddell, he's a great dude. Now, Mick, and again, it's the weather's been fantastic, right? It's really been mild. What is this, what's the stamp for you when you get your butterflies rocking and rolling like the summer's on the way? Oh, man, baseball. Baseball. Dude, it's it's baseball? all about baseball right now. I mean, I like to tee it up. If I can once a week, we got out last Friday, nothing, nothing to write home about there. I think I lost 12 skins, but baseball season is back. Uh, little guys on the diamond. My daughter's playing soccer. So soccer season's back as well. I, I will say though, like the wet, like you said, you, you bring up a good point about the weather. Like it's a little above average. I want to say like most spring, April, May, you don't want to go down to the, the park, but it, I don't think baseball's dead, but Holy shit, man. Yesterday, something caught my eye. The Phillies are on the road. First, they're on the road against the Cincinnati Reds for four games. Those four games uh, against Cincinnati, Colin, I'd be, I'd be, uh, you'd be, we'd be lucky to see three, four thousand fans in the stadium. And then fast forward to yesterday against the Chicago White Sox, you got a four o'clock day night doubleheader. So two tickets or one ticket for the price of two games. You got a four o'clock game and a seven thirty game. Those two games combined. We're talking 3,000 fans if we're lucky, if we're lucky. And then on the flip end of it, I was flicking over against uh, what was it, the Detroit, uh, Detroit Tigers versus the Cleveland Guardians. can't believe I got that right. There might have been 500 people in that stadium as well. Like, what's going on, man? I think, again, you and I have had this bait before. I think radio's dead. AM's obviously dead. FM's on its way out. Uh, I don't think baseball's dead. I think what the sports fan is now is – we're getting pulled in a million different directions. There's so many different ways to enjoy the game at the house. Now there's so many different ways to enjoy the game in a bar and restaurant down the shore on vacation. And if you are not going to bring the heat as an owner, as a general manager and spend the money to field a roster in baseball, people call you out on it and they're not going to show up just like the Phillies were when the Phillies were garbage, you know, five years ago. And they were in that just kind of lull period before they said, we're going to reinvest. We're going to turn this puppy around. And it started with Bryce Harper and a couple of players that were already Phillies at the time. So I think really what it is, Mick, is people just saying, we've had enough. If you're going to be mediocre, we're not showing up. Because yeah, because yeah, you're not going to get that, right? As soon as the Phillies come home, Citizens Bank Park is going to be 85% capacity. And there's always more to look forward to when you have a good team. Oh, Bryce is coming back. Oh, Reese may come back for the playoffs. Like, that's good teams. They, they have depth. They have enjoyment. They have owners that invest back in the ballpark. So I completely agree, Mick. I just think it's people now calling people out. Like, yeah, sorry, there's more shit to I do. I mean, just to fire now. up those stadiums alone, man, they must be bleeding cash when you only bring a thousand, two thousand fans into the stadium for a major league baseball game. I... Cincinnati Reds, that's proud baseball. Yeah, man. Proud. Cincinnati's legit. I play, I play with a bunch of guys throughout my career that are from Cincinnati. They love the Reds, but 
you know, I follow Kirk Herbstreit. It's all he talks about in the offseason. You can tell he has passion for baseball. But well, yeah, he's Bearcat. Yeah, he's Bearcat. So, no, he's Ohio State. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, you're good. But I think at the end of the day, to me, it's like there's so much shit going on now in the world. I can watch anything I want. I'm not watching a bad product. I'll move forward. I don't watch the Flyers this year, and I'm a diehard Flyer hockey fan. I didn't go to one game. I usually go to multiple games a year. Yeah, so well, that you know, Every game you watch for the Flyers probably take a year off your life. You watch these NHL playoffs. I was talking to my buddy last night about it last night. I just said that last night four different times. If you watch the NHL playoffs, Flyers literally are – the. we're talking about an eight seed, a team that barely made it. The Flyers could not even hold a candle. To, and again, if you're if you're a mild hockey fan and you want to watch these playoffs, they're incredible. By the way, I'm, I'll be a resident hockey fan here. I don't want to bore everybody, but yeah. the NHL playoffs are freaking killer. So, yeah, hey, no. Mick, Philly's pitcher Matt Strom, he disagrees with MLB teams extending alcohol sales, and I get his point, and I do agree on this sense. The reason we stopped selling alcohol in the seventh inning before was to give our fans time to sober up to drive home, right? Strom said on the baseball isn't boring podcast. So now this is a faster paced game and we are being, uh, and with me being a man of common sense, if the game is going to finish quicker, we would not move the beer sales back to the sixth inning and give our fans time to sober up and drive home. Instead, we're going to, uh, excuse me, we're going to go into the eighth and now we're putting our fans and our family at risk driving home with people who just drank 22, be- uh, excuse me, 22 minutes ago. So, <laughs> struggle with that read, but still. Who is this guy? What he, what's he talking about? This is the Phillies uh, pitcher, Matt Strom. And I apologize for the read there. Archbishop Wood graduate. And also there's graphics and shit all over this ESPN thing. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. Um, he needs to look himself in the mirror, Colin. And when he does that, make sure he has his Philadelphia Phillies uniform. You don't play for the Nationals. You don't play for the Tigers. You don't play for the Guardians. You don't play for the Reds. This is Citizens Bank Park, baby. This is the biggest and best bar in the city. You know, it's guys like this that need to go look back at some of the highlights in 2008, some of the highlights in 1993. I mean, this is America's baseball team, man. This is exactly where you want to go to let loose, have a good time. When they call last call, when Espo's coming up and down, shout out to Paul Esposito, guy's a grinder working the Miller lights up and down every aisle. When he calls last call, you grab two. And if you need to just delay your trip home, go out to the parking lot, drink a couple glasses of water, wait an hour, right? You're a responsible human being. You're a responsible dad. You're a responsible person. Let that individual make his own decisions. But for you to call somebody else out based on a decision that Major League made, come on, man. This is Philadelphia, dude. It's Philadelphia. Look, I'm not, I'm not sitting here telling you to go fucking pile on a load and drive home drunk. No, don't do that. But make your own decisions. And if that's what MLB is mandating and you want to make a you want to grab a beer before the last call, maybe grab two. You have every right to do so. Yeah, I think it's an interesting topic, right? The the the, the and I think the human and all of us, right? We are and Mick agrees and just said it. We're not promoting drinking and driving. Um there's a lot of interesting things to unpack. Take it to the business side of this real quick. And Mick and I have talked about this before. It, it makes a baseball lifer, diehard fan. I'm a moderate. Uh, Phillies. I'm a big time Phillies fan, but I only tune in really when they're doing great. Just part of again, the world's pulling you different directions, um, and they're doing great, so I watch a ton. But what does the ML? How does this affect the MLB? Because there's less beer sales, right? Shorter games, less beers are being sold. So if everybody has one less beer at twenty dollars, that's a lot of money the teams are losing for eighty-two home games. So 
it's going to be interesting to see. That's a that's a business move by the MLB. Don't get it twisted. That's a business move, not a fan move. Like, hey, fan, we're going to give you another inning for beers. It's not that, in my opinion. It's money for the owner. So we'll see how it plays out. Mick asks, is this pick, pitch clock? We always talk about this off air. Is the pitch clock going to be around forever? I think it will be, but it could be. I mean, that, that's some unbelievable stats right there. I mean, with the 640 start times, these games are coming to an end close to 9, 930. Uh, you're in and out. You're in and out, and you're right, man. Like two beers instead of four, <laughs> four instead of eight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The pound. I'm just kidding, the- but some of these other ballparks probably don't have this problem. You know, outside of Citizens Bank Park, Fenway, and Wrigley, man. Again, this attendance is dismal. It's dismal. There's just so much that pulls you now. And, yeah. and honestly, think about this. Like if you have, if you have, if you're, if you're doing well at home, like you're pimping out your house with a place to watch the game and the kids are happy and it's a lot. It's a lot. With the oh world. yeah. No, it's a, it's a big commitment. I get 17 games and I usually give two or three away, probably sell another two or three. And then I do try to get down eight to 10 times a year, yeah, if not more. Number, but to commit to 30, 40 games is you gotta be single. <laughs> Yeah, I know, man, but it's just there's something different about Philadelphia. Like, I'm okay sacrificing an inning or two if we're having a good time in the parking lot. The tailgate's buzzing, the music's going. Yeah, I think it's just a good, good scene. And there's so much just positive camaraderie at Citizens Bank Park alone. People just getting after it, hooting, hollering. Fun days are ahead, man. They really are. Who's your favorite Philly? My favorite Philly? I don't know. I'm a huge, I'm a huge, huge fan of Harper, I will say. But you got to, like, tip your hat to some of these other guys, like, you know, Stott's coming out of nowhere, breaking some records right out of the gate. 17-game hitting streak was snapped yesterday, but, you know, broke a little uh, Phillies history with that from from the, you know, home opener till till just yesterday. I'm a big fan of Harper, man. His work ethic, just the, the way he goes about himself, how he just kind of, uh, you know, just Philly be, quickly became home. And, you know, he how he ties in, like, the Philly fanatic – spirit to his everyday you know wardrobe with the shoes and the bandana and everybody gets behind him so like guys like boom guys like stat uh i I wasn't really big on reese but it is it is a a bummer to see him get shelved for the year i mean he's a big piece of the phillies the organization uh he came through you know pretty big last year in the in the offseason or i'm sorry in the uh the world series run but i you know no no one player really stands out uh, my favorite favorite Philly of all all time. You'll never you'll never guess this one. But Chase Utley. Uh, oh yeah, no no Von Hayes baby, number nine bats left throws right right hander. How about that Von Hayes? Yeah man, he's one of my classic throwbacks. Mickey Marandini. <laughs> my favorite all time is uh, Chooch Carlos Ruiz. Oh, yeah dude. I loved, I loved him. You know, my dad was a catcher and, you know, we always watch catchers. I played and when I was playing, I was a catcher and I just enjoy the way he handled all those five, six pitchers. And then Brad Lidge and like he had timely hits and he was fun to watch and was just a grinder and not super talented or super gifted, but just was really great. I, again, I'll keep it in this category now for my current Philly. It's JT Romuto. The guy's hose behind the plate is so much fun to watch. Catcher. You're a big He's, fan of the catcher. Yeah, I am. I mean, they have to have a little bit to them, you know, like for me. If it's just like, I don't know, I didn't, Mike Lieberthal didn't do it for me. You know, I mean, I, I was, was a good, he was a good Philly, but like I wasn't. So my point is JT Arunto is my current. Guy's a stud, dude. Like all, is, state, dude. all state quarterback. Like I love that type of guy. 
and he just comes he comes to play every day. This is a good squad, man. I hope that they can fix some things. They're off to a slow start. Uh, I think Charlie Emanuel said it perfect. Like you get to that, you know, 40, 50 game mark. You you want to be at least 500. If you're anything south of 500, then you're going to be climbing a pretty uh, uphill battle to get yourself above 500 and make that final, you know, push for the for the playoffs. But you know, things are still early. That season didn't really come about. Although I was reading some crazy shit the other day. I'm not going to get too far into this, but like with all these climate changes, the home runs are way up in the MLB. Like balls are leaving the park much more than they were five, six years ago. If that makes any sense. That I'm not I'm not a weather guy. No, no, it's interesting. I mean, you know what I found out today? What's that? I was on this meeting I was on previously. Was baseball stadiums have to they they have to majority of them they encourage to face a certain direction did you know that they what they're encouraged to the home plates encouraged to face a certain direction possibly due north because of sun and yeah i didn't know that i didn't know that was like a thing i just thought you build a field where there's room but it's a real thing when you're building fields to consider. Now, every MLB field's not like that, and all baseball fields are not like that, of course. But if you have a space to encourage, it's supposed to be. I wonder if that has anything to do with Citizens Bank Park being in a hole. Probably so could be. If you think about it, you walk to the, the ground level, the stadium is down. Which is awesome. By the it's way. awesome. Awesome. That's one of the best parks in the league, honestly. I've, I've, again, our Breaking Bats show. If you guys are baseball fans and you want to follow a non for media show, Breaking Bats is awesome. And they've talked about there before. And I've, I feel it all my buddies in minor league baseball, my buddies in the NFL, like anybody who's been to Citizens Bank Park absolutely loves it. Loves it. It's a great time. It's not a bad seat. That place is going to be buzzing this summer. It really is. With that lineup, man, the place is going to be buzzing. We're going to have a Sam Boner day. Call to the bullpen. We'll have a call to the bullpen Phillies edition where you got to come down to the game and hang out. Oh, yeah, dude. Let's get a little Phillies tailgate going. That's definitely Tail, on the tailgate. List. Hoagies, play some golf. <laughs> River run, baby. All right. That's what's going on, man. Nothing much, man. You know, just I'm doing, I'm into that phase now. I've got the new house in the year. So this is our first time of like the yard work and that grind and kind of the old habits of pop my dad, you know, boss me around the, around the backyard of all those things are coming back, picking weeds. I'm at the, trouble growing grass so i gotta lay down i'm gonna put some stone in and make the fire pit bigger to hide you cut your own grass you blow your own leaves or you hire somebody absolutely i cut them but we also hire somebody too (laughs) (laughs) i i mow the lawn with a little push mower it's not very big and then um you know i'll clean up around the house and do like the basic stuff and then like when it's time to mulch and all you know we throw them another bone to make sure they clean her up good because yeah, i'm in sand, all the sand boners bust my balls I, I'm, I enjoy cutting my own grass i enjoy blowing my own leaves cleaning up my own yard yeah i go down the shore for the summer so i do have to hire somebody but in the off months i do it myself until the other day i tried to fire up the uh the good old backpack blower and it didn't start I'm thinking to myself like what the fuck is going on here first i get my page hacked now my 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 leaf blower won't start like <laughs> Oh yeah, they're they're of course they're right next to each other. Yeah, one two, one two. But I got a cool thirty pack in the fridge. So yeah, Stella's. What are you going these days? We're going Miller Lite, man. We're back to the Miller Lite thirty pack. I picked I up a your course like a hazy session IPA brought to you by Founders. I'm a big Founders guy. I love their Beach Lager. I used to drink their All Day IPA all the time, man. I was a big time All Day IPA guy. But then they had this hazy IPA, so I figured I'd give it a try. I mean, I like a, just a traditional IPA, but I am trying to cut back on. You know, 50, 60 calories here and there if I can. 
<laughs> cutting that cutting corners where you can. <laughs> My wife said something the other day. She's like, "Why are you getting that?" I'm like, "Well, it's a two. It's a, it's a school night. I'm gonna try to eat, you know, a little bit better." We we just get it, we, you know. For for her and I, there's a great place down here. It's been a bar of the week on on my show called Heroes Pub, and we go on Monday nights. It's a it's nineteen dollar New York strip night, covered in blue cheese, black. Oh. Yeah, dude, it's really good. And and they got a baked potato and veggie, and we get like nothing on it. The guy's like, "You don't want any bacon? You don't want any sour cream? You don't want any cheese?" I'm like, "Nope, gotta gotta watch my weight." Meanwhile, on Sunday, I had you know twelve beers couple margaritas boom oh, a cheesesteak whatever but hey you got to cut where you can cut I, i'd rather get busy, busy living than get busy dying you know what I mean? <laughs> that's right baby that's the motto of the sand boners uh yeah so good stuff man is always so much fun on here and uh we got deli guy coming up yeah deli guy if anybody's following this pistol jesus christ if you're strap not on, you're wrong. strap on tight caught me by surprise it's me, the deli guy. What guy? I'm the best. I'm the best. <laughs> got sharp provolone, ribeye sandwich, lettuce, tomato, onion. Coming for you, eleven ninety five. The deli guy. We do it the best. There's my impersonation. <laughs> oh, too much fun. Thanks, Mickey. Great times as always. Hope you guys enjoy the deli guy. Thanks to all our sponsors. Everybody makes this possible. Yeah, baby. Keep on sand boning. Sand boner out. Sand boner out. Welcome back, everybody. A big, big show on our hands, folks. It's the Sam Boner Show. It's a beautiful, beautiful day here in the Sam Boner hood. I just drove 45 minutes in my car. The last 15 miles, I was on E. I had no time to stop at the gas station, folks, because we had a very, very special guest on our hands. I had to make it to the 215 podcast show. Sam Boner, welcome Roger, a.k.a. It's me, the deli guy! <laughs> what's up thank roger you very, thank you very much mick that wasn't that bad mick that was pretty good <laughs> roger more energy but not bad where well, we're did... expecting a lot of energy out of you man i sometimes watch your I, i've got to know some of your clips colin actually introduced me to you i think i mean i was following you way back when and you know how the algorithm works right you sometimes see these people's posts and then they disappear and then they come back and they disappear yep that's the zuckerberg problem that we're all up against but yeah, man, pleasure to have you on the show. Big fans. Uh, I'm glad Colin reached out to you. Uh, you, you obviously have a, a pretty remarkable following on Instagram. The energy that you're bringing day in, day out is is, is extremely exciting for us. So, yeah, Colin's going to dive in. We're going to ask you some questions today. Let's just have some fun with it. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. Where was it born? Hey, it's me, the deli guy. Uh well, I always used to tell people, my, my coach buddies, you know, like, there's nobody better than me. Some of the innuendos I use now. And then right before COVID hit, my son said, um, let's, uh, let's throw a video out there. And I'm like, ah, come on, you know, Dad. I, I, Ty, I work hard enough. Daddy always want no problems. Kept hounding me. My son's a sophomore in college, a freshman at the time. I'm like, all right, what do you want me to do? So he videoed one of the sandwiches, and we got – so I really don't know nothing about social media, nothing, nothing until now. And I said, Ty – whatever so we get i'm eating dinner and he goes dad three hundred fifty thousand likes i'm like what i go great i'm eating he goes dad you really don't know what that means i'm like nope he goes okay whatever you know how teenagers are the next day he comes to my store and says can you do another one i'm like yeah sure go home that night and him and my other son two three years apart they're in front of me and they go the same thing dad seven hundred thousand likes i'm like ty Okay, great. What does that do for us? You know what I'm eating? He goes, he goes, Dad, look up at me. He goes, you know the pizzeria in town? I said, yeah. He goes, they have 10 delivery guys. I go, yeah. He goes, they got 
when they do a video, they get 10 people, 110 people. You got 700,000 this second video. So I'm like, all right, Ty, whatever. I said, just don't get me in trouble, you know, blah, blah, blah. So sure as shit, two days later, he comes back, goes, everybody's at, and he would answer at the couch at night, you know. Uh, people would ask questions, and he would answer them. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, this guy said this about you. This guy said this. So I'm like, okay. He goes, they want a chicken parm sandwich. All right, Ty, just come to the store. Just leave me alone, whatever you want to do. So we did chicken parm, broccoli rob, and that's where it started. Had like 3.8 million hits, and the store started getting bombarded with people coming in asking for the sandwich, and and then I just, you know, from there on, I just used the new, it's me, the deli guy, blah, blah, blah. It's me, the deli guy, blah, blah, blah. There's nobody better than me. There's nobody better than me. So really, that was my next question. It was, how did it affect the store? How did it affect your life post doing this whole social media and COVID craze? Well, it sounds, it sounds crazy, guys. Like, it's when you guys see my video, yes, that is my personality. But, you know, on Showtime, you know, just say when he says yeah. one, two, three, go. You know, other than that, you know, I'm in the business 32 years. I make the same sandwich I made my whole life, and it's crazy how social media has exploded me. But how, how has it happened? People come from all over, and they're like they're in awe. So like, so we're all you know, I'm in my fifties. You guys look like you're around the same age, forties or whatever. So when pe- when a, ma- a grown man comes in, I want to take a picture with you. It's like, what? I just make sandwiches for you, <laughs> you know. And then you see behind the board, and so it's pretty cool. We give away anybody comes in, we give away T-shirts to everybody, you know, sign whatever people want, pictures, but. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, uh, I'll use the word humbling, just say. Yep. That's fantastic, man. That's fantastic. So so how long ago did this start? A year ago? Yeah, probably uh, July 2021. Isn't that you incredible, know, though? Like, what, like the, the power of social media and, and how it can create such a positive experience, not only for you as a personal, as a human being, but for your business and how impactful it can be just to the local community. Right. Yeah. I'm sure you're a local celebrity. And yeah, absolutely. Mick, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, uh, how do I say like, you know, so I, uh, I'm involved with my son goes to high school and I help out in the snacks and people will be lined up, you know, and I'll come out and they're like, Oh my God, it's him. It's him. You know? And they're like, can we have your autograph? And so the kids will be lining up and my best of friend, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, and my one friend will say, he's the deli guy, you know, he's signing, you know, sign these pictures, <laughs> or, you know, pictures or at the store, we know him. we give away a lot of T-shirts. You know, we have a T-shirt that says TikTok on it. So anybody that comes in, I give them T-shirts or a hat. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, so my best of friends, I'll give you one scenario. We uh, we're in the last Christmas, we're in the city and uh, we're in a restaurant and I see some guy have these sneakers on that I would never wear. So I'm I'm like, you know what, it's Christmas time. Can you get us uh, six shots of tequila? So my wife's friends are like, oh, come on. I'm like, come on, guys. Let's go, man. Let's crank it up. Let's have a great night. So I make an innuendo on this guy's sneakers again, right? I'm like, bro, I don't know if I could ever wear them, you know? He goes, out of $2,500. You know, you love people when they start throwing out numbers. So I'm like, hey, that's even more than I wouldn't wear them. You know, I'm just a deli guy. You know, and that's what I say to him. I'm just a deli guy. I slice bologna for a living, you know? <laughs> out of nowhere, I don't know where his six-foot-five buddy comes with a phone. Now you're talking Manhattan, nice restaurant. I'm sure you guys been in that situation before. Um, and uh, the guy's, oh my god, it's him, it's him. And in his hand, he's got the phone going, playing my videos over, and you can hear it in the restaurant, it's like a nice restaurant. So, my friends are like, they're looking back, they start laughing at me. So, I'm like, oh yeah, nice to meet you. You know, I got the shots in my hand, and I'm like, all right, you know. And the guy's like, no, 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 man, this guy's a star. And he keeps yelling at this restaurant in Manhattan. I'm like, well, nice to meet you, you know. And then the guy with the sneakers next to me goes, oh. Mark, you know him? And I'm like, you guys are together? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, nice to meet you guys, you know, but I, your sneakers are still off the wall and blah, blah, blah. So I turn to my buddies and my buddy goes, bro, I know you told me this, 
but now I've seen it live. This is fucking stupid. He said, <laughs> he goes, you just Roger, my buddy. And we're in Manhattan at Christmas time. And these guys are lighting it up, you know, but so stuff like that happens a lot. My wife is used to it now. Uh, my kids challenge me all the time. They call it dad got noticed. You know what I mean? Like we'd be on a line just somewhere, you know, I try and go, I do a lot, you know, um, for, for my field on Saturdays and Sundays, I'll go to a lot of different places. And I'll just do my, I'll, I'll just go in, I'll eat, I'll, I, I educate myself, just say. And if people ask me to come to their store, I'll go to their store. And when we go in or whatever, Kyle, my son Tyler will be like, Dad, Dad's noticed again, Dad's noticed again, you know. But it's, it's very, 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 very humbling because I don't do anything that I haven't done for the last 30 years. You know so what I'm last, last 30 years before that, though, and we're going to get into your restaurant, your business, <clears throat> your deli, where did your inspiration for the food, for cooking, your passion for it come from? Well, uh, when I graduated school, I just went. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do in life like every other teenager. I just started washing dishes at Houlihan's. Then I got a, a job at a restaurant. And my day off, I got a job in this deli. In, uh, in, uh, take care, big guy. Thank you. I got a job in this uh, deli in uh, Fort Lee during the day just for you know beer money, 50 bucks a day. And, and I was cooking at night. And I'm like, you know, shit, I don't want to be behind the stove till 11 o'clock at night. So make a long story short, I was 21. I worked for the chef in Circles Cafe. And he said, I'm going to buy this deli. Will you come look at it? You got deli experience in Wyckoff, New Jersey, which where I'm, that's where I am right now. And I go, yeah. And three weeks later, you buying that deli? He said, nope. I said, you sure? He said, yep. I'm like, you mind if I, you know, go, go check it out? He goes, well, you're going to buy it? I'm like, yep. And I, uh, at that point, it was Wyckoff, New Jersey. I was from by Lincoln Tunnel. So for your jest, it's like 40 minutes from where I am. You went from city, I mean, suburban to, to the country almost. You know, where I am now is like trees and green. And I just right then and there, 21 years old. My dad wrote dad the guy a check for sixty six thousand. I was 21, and here I am today. Yep, wow. just 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 loved. I just loved the hours, loved meeting people, love loved work. I, still, 20, throw, we're still throwing them back, Raj. Still throwing them back. Nice. Yep. What are we? Coors Light guy. What are we? Sorry. Coors Light guy. Bingo. Coors Light gin and tonic. Ooh. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I love Coors it. Light and gin and tonic. A lot of them too. A lot Damn of them. right. Damn right. Now, Saturday nights when I'm done, oof. Oof. Absolutely. It's on. Well, the tequila yeah. made me smile a little bit. I love that, too. That's tremendous. It's, you yeah. know, as you guys know, when you go out with certain people, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, just loosen up the detention with the girls and stuff. You're in Manhattan. You got a car outside. Why not? You know what I mean? Let's, 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 let's rock and roll. That's the best part about the ride sharing and the Ubers now, too, man. You just, it's, it's, it's slightly more fun, more supporting the local businesses. We call it here on the show when yeah, I'm on absolutely. vacation, bombing around. So the recipes, though. To the food, where does this all stem from? Is this from your experience? Is this from the, the area you're in? This is what people are requesting because you have so much food when you go down. Boom. We got the broccoli rob here. We got the ham sandwich here. You got chicken parm. Take it home. Like, okay, first off, I, I want to start with where it expired. Where, where, what inspired you to make this food? How did it start? Where are the recipes from? The inspiration is easy. The inspiration, my recipe is easy. Nobody's ever going to outwork me, right? So you always have to, well, no matter what you do, and I tell people uh, along this little two-year journey type of thing, when people interview me, I tell them, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you do. If you love what you do, you won't worry about how many hours you work. You won't worry about bad, good, or indifferent. But in your heart, if you know you, you, you're good and you believe, like I believe I'm the best out there. And if you do believe it, you're, it's going to show your passion. So the key word to that is passion. I come in every day. I'm here at 4.30 in the morning. Bang, we rock and roll. And then at lunchtime, you know, you'll, you'll hear me say a guy come in or whatever. I'm like, buddy, you can't, you know, you can't have that on your sandwich. Let me take care of you. And then sure as stuff, it just rolls. You know what I mean? And they're like, wow, you really know what you're doing. 
But the inspiration is just, I always wanted to say to myself that I'm never going to fail. And how I'm never going to fail. I never went to college. I don't know how to email you guys. This is truth. I will not. If you guys <laughs> told me right now that you pay me a million dollars to email you, I'm iconic. I have the same, same accountant. We do everything blue collar. I have the same system that I've done since I started. First in the work, last one out every day. Nobody outworks me. All my friends say I'm crazy. And you know what? The recipe has worked and I'm not changing. And I'm not. No, and I, people say to me, oh, my account. So we got to go to QuickBooks and all that stuff. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm your last guy. You yeah, know, it's, funny. Mother- it's funny you say that, right? Because, you know, we we as Sam Boners, we, 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 we touch them all, Raj. We got people, we got kids four years old, Sam Bonin. Take a look, take a boy. We got 86-year-old people out there, Sam Bonin. My dad's 70. His group of friends have caught wind about this Sam Boners page. And, the, and it's the funniest thing when you see, like, my dad, for example, download Instagram and you go on his account. Zero followers, one following. And he's just following the Sam Boners. There's probably yeah. 35 of them out there. They could care yeah. less about Instagram, could care less about all the social media nonsense. They just want to support us. I think yeah. same thing probably for you, right? That ambitiousness that you created, getting behind the mic and just highlighting and showcasing food, I'm sure has not only helped your business, but again, has just kind of built a, a better camaraderie in your hood around yeah. what exactly you're doing. So that's yeah, cool stuff, man. Yeah, 100%. You, you hit it right on the head, 100%. Yeah. So are you a giant fan? Lights. Big giant you, fan, yep. You're, you're Big Blue. Big Blue, baby. I was I was with Big Blue. Uh, let's see. 2000, they, I went undrafted at Big Blue in 2017. Played five, game, five preseason games. It was the year they drafted Evan Ingram. We were the two tight ends. Yep. One was the first round pick. One was undrafted. And then uh, I had played five plays in a preseason game. Went into, went into the city. No drinks. It was during training camp. but had a great steak dinner. You know, my family from being from Bucks County, Pennsylvania, and my mom's. And that was her college, you know, going to working as an 18-year-old in New York City. So it's a place near and dear to my heart. And traveled up there. And we get the whole family around. We're celebrating. I played my first NFL game. It was five plays at the end of a preseason game, right? It was I was shitting down my leg. And I woke up the next day. And my stomach was killing me. I had emergency appendectomy surgery. Yes. I was, so I was supposed to, you know, probably be on the practice squad and work my way up. But uh, yeah, man, I ended up getting cut and, you know, that was uh, it. But I love it up there. And the people up there, you want to talk about the best food in the NFL, their staff. They have, that's the, I was the size of a house there, Roger. I probably put on 10, 15 pounds when I got up there. Every you NFL. With, you play with uh, uh, Mr. Snee? Was he no. still there? No. So Snee would come around and all, but no, does Snee come in your restaurant? Well, Sneeze, uh, so he's he's uh, he, he comes frequent here, but he's a town over, and he does his sons play through our you know our Pee Wee program, Pop Warner, go to our high school. His oldest son just went to college to play ball. Great guy, great guy. You go, you go to a lot of games. Yeah, I go not as much now because my son plays high school football and stuff. So um, I try and you know I support that major league. So probably four or five years ago, somebody wanted to buy my uh, my that uh, you know. The license or whatever, so I dumped it because they don't want to go game. I just go to StubHub. You know, Raj, what's, your, Raj, what's your take on the re-signing of Danny Dimes? Does that make you excited? No, I, I think I, I definitely like the youth, but I definitely don't. I, I'm one of those guys that don't think nobody's nobody's worth the money. Yeah, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, Raj, I was <laughs> laughing to the bank when I saw that signing. Well, you're going to pay your guy too, so don't laugh too hard. Okay? <laughs> he deserves all the money in the world, baby. He's the future. Slow down. You didn't win nothing yet. You didn't win nothing yet. Slow down. Okay. I'll when tell you that. something. Hold on, so what, real, real quick, hard to cut, sorry to cut you off, Kyle, but like, do you, what is like the dividing line? I, I feel like I feel like the NFL wants the Jets to be good again, and if they sign Aaron Rodgers, maybe they will have that 
opportunity to excel. But like, where's like the dividing line in North Jersey, New York, in terms of being a Jets fan versus a Giants fan? You know what this is? Oh, give me a fucking break. What are we doing now? baby, Eli Manning. I got two of them. You want me to show you both or you trust me? Was that before 2017? I'm pretty sure we most recently won a Super Bowl. You see that? Where are we going with this? Eli Manning. Give me a break. Were you at the parades? No, no. I went. I went as a kid. My mom pulled me out of school. She's like, you need to see this. This is before, you know, the Eagles were in and out. And I wanted yep. to play in the NFL. And I was like, you got to see this. You got to see it. Just if you want to visualize it, you got to go. So we went up. It was incredible. That it is incredible. incredible. And it ticker is. tape parade in New York City, man. It was like, holy cow. If the Jets win the su- Super Bowl, does that parade march down the same path? Like, help me understand that. Yeah, good point. You know, they call them New York Jets and New York Giants. So they'll probably do the same thing. They'll probably go to New York City. You know what I mean? They're not um, going to. they win the Super Bowl? Though? They could. Got a good team. Well, they just got a good quarterback today. Really? So that's a, that's a big piece right now. But yeah, again, you know, you know, we'll see what they give up for that quarterback. Mixed question, though, was where's the dividing line there? Like, how do you end up being a Jets or a Giants fan, Rangers fan, you know, Devils well, Jeff fan? fan? Jeff, well, I became a Dallas, uh, Dallas uh, Giant fan for my dad. So I think all those old people, older people, God bless my dad, you know, from, this, from Yankee Stadium, you know, I think you inherited what you are through your families. Like, if you see when you go to a Jet game, very young crowd, like, you know, 30s, 40s, if you go to a Giant game, even with my business, you see the Sunday mornings, the Giant fans are, say, you know, 50 and up. You know, you get some younger ones. But for the most part, a lot of older people are old school Giant fans. A lot. A lot. When you see a Jeff fan, I could definitely, you know, not barring to see in the green shirt, you could tell, you know, they're Jeff fans, just the age bracket on Sunday mornings. You know what I'm saying? Huh. Um, and I definitely so see that a There's lot. no real dividing line. It's just kind nope. of pick and choose your own battle here. Yeah, yeah like, like I said, as time went Giants on. Fan, if you're a Giants fan, are you a Rangers fan? And if you're a Jets fan, are you a Devils fan? Exactly. So it's Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Bronx Bombers. The New York Yanks. Okay. Got, and, and then that comes Jets. Really? It does fall down like that? Jets, like Mets, Jets Devils, Devils, all the losers go together. That's all the crazy. losers go together. The Jets, the Mets. The Devils, all the losers go to one side. The Nets, <laughs> the go to the other side. I'll tell you what, the Giants and that side has been very fortunate with a lot of success for sure. My uncle's in Belmar. I don't be spending time down there. The Shillelagh Club and Kelly's great spot, but uh, he's Jets, baby, and they have a big. I mean, there's they're they're a bar divided. I mean, oh yeah, they're loud and proud. The Jeff fans, loud and proud. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Roger. So it's cheesesteak month here. We have different months. We feature all different sandwiches, all breakfast month, this month, hot, you know, barbecue month. For you, you're you're making a cheesesteak. How are you making it? So I, well, I'm going to tell you exactly how we make it here at the store. Once I do a lot, I do a lot of stuff with filet mignon. But if you just walk to my store and ask for a cheesesteak, I, I shave ribeye steak on the grill, peppers and onions. I put cheese in that as well when I'm cooking on the grill. And I also throw the roll on garlic bread in the oven. I put cheese on that. So while that's in the oven, it's on the grill of cheesesteak. Then when the cheesesteak comes out on the roll, I squeeze some more cheese on top of it, cut it, wrap it, you're out the door. Mm. So if really Mick, big ribeye steak. If Mick and I come in there, which That would will. be awesome. I'll send yeah. the car for you guys whenever you want to. <laughs> we'll probably get tequila first. Let's do okay. the pos- we'll do it live right here one day, okay? All right? We're in. Now, I'll, get what are we- I'll get everything. Well, what are you putting out for us? Though? What's the spread? What's the number one go-to items there? What sells the best? What's the most popular? It's very hard. It's a great question because every day it's different. You know, and like like now we just won um, in our area. There's a magazine called 201 Magazine. It's very real big. It's like a 
Paji, where they rate everybody, you know, in the new year coming up. So 2023, where sandwich of the year is called the New York Giant, and it's roast beef, caramelized onions, brown gravy, melted provolone cheese on a round roll, and the round roll is garlic bread. And that's that that just won number one sandwich 2023. So that, mm. that, that no horseradish, no horseradish sauce on there. Yeah, but we give you the choice. So the the one that won was brown gravy. But if you want horseradish on it, we put that on there as well. I gotta um, have horseradish on the, the hot. Big, the number one seller for the kids is called the New York Jet, hence the Jet. Um, it's a buffalo chicken, uh, cheddar cheese on a long roll with ranch dressing. Crush it. Can't make enough of them every day. Uh, your boy Johnny Mags would like that, Carl. He would. That's man. the number one sandwich for all the kids. You know, the kids that come in. Can I get a Jet? Can I get a Jet? Can I get a Jet? That's great. Now, are the kids, are you like near a high school where kids are like walking over after school? Yeah, I'm or? in between a bunch of, you know, middle-aged schools, uh, uh, Willard schools, all the younger kids. And then the high school is probably, I'm between two high schools, probably both a half mile away. No, oh, I mean, that's the best. You can't beat that. After a long day at school, roll over, see the deli guy, maybe get a video, see the celeb. North Jersey's <laughs> finest. Well, you know, we, we do a cameo too for you if you want. Oh, <laughs> you have a cameo? Go. My son has me doing everything, uh, Colin. I had to wish a 50-year-old guy happy birthday yesterday. He said he was paying me. I don't know where the money is, but my, I think my son my son grabbed that money, Colin. Yeah, yeah. He's not telling you. That's going to Coors Light, too. A guy great. asked me the other day to wear it. My, my, my son handles all, all this stuff, you know. Um, so the guy called, he called me the other day. He goes, Dad, some guy wants you to wear his T-shirt. He's going to give you $75. I'm like, Ty, you know, whatever. You know, whatever you want me to do. He goes, Dad, nah. I told him 500 500 <laughs> he goes yeah he goes the guy sent us two checks a thousand he got two different kind of t-shirts i'm like great whatever he wants me to say for him absolutely so well, and we'd love to hire him here at not for long media in the sam boner show that guy's wheeling and dealing baby he's got the right vision there protects, he, he protects the whole you know deli guy image type thing and you know a guy wanted me to use his knives and the guy was going to send me a knife and my son said my dad has uh i think at the time we had three million you know three million followers or whatever he goes, you got 7,500, and you want my dad to use your knife and plug you. And the guy goes, my son goes, I think I could buy that knife for $29. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so the guy's oh like, well, you know, God. my son's like, you, know, you got to do a little bit more than just, you know, my dad use your knife, you know. And I was like, hi. He goes, dad, I'm kind. You know, it's just like these guys just want to ride your platform. I'm like, all right, you know. So it's well, pretty good. good. Super Bowl, good. we did a little something from Hellman's Mayonnaise. They sent out a flyer. Uh, and so on the flyer, they had uh, – John Hamm and Bree, those were two actors. So they uh, contacted us and they wanted us to do a Ham and Bree sandwich, whichever we came up with. And they sent out a, a nationwide a flyer of the Super Bowl sandwich, and you clicked on the link and it showed me showing you how to make the sandwich. So that was pretty go. cool. That's that cool. I saw cool. the Hellman. I saw the Hellman's. So I'm like, oh, that's an ad right there. I know what that is. There's more Hellman's than you had bread in the freaking place. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, so we did. So we did that. That was pretty cool. We got invited to a Great American Food Truck Race. You guys know what that is? Yeah, I've seen it. It's out in. Uh, you know what that is, Mick? No, I don't. But I I just got back from Sam Bone and one of the the more more highly touted cheesesteaks here in Philadelphia. That happens to be a food truck. But there other than that, no, I have not heard about the. Uh, so in race. California, out waste they, they 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 get like five or six different trucks and they they compete. You know, they give them recipes, and the last man standing wins fifty thousand. Just say the truck. So we got offered through that maybe about eight, nine months ago, but they weren't flexible with me. They wanted me to go there for eight weeks straight. And I'm like, how do these people do this? I own a business. And I go, we use entrepreneurs, we use people. I'm like, well, you know, so I, I offered to go out on weekends and do something, but they, uh, 
I had to turn him down. But that was that was it was pretty uh, honorable to even get brought up on that, you know. That's great, man. Now, do you get down to the Jersey Shore in the summer? You take any time off or what? Yeah, so I'll try and see my son. My other son is going to try and play football in college now, so we're going to go on th- on that tour. Uh, he's a cornerback at uh, Rampo High School, so he's getting a lot of looks for that. So this summer, I have not made any plans yet because I think we're going to be uh, as a, as a, a parent. I think I'll be shuffling him all over and deciding where his next venture is going to be. Well, have your son on Instagram contact me. If he needs any help with that, I do a ton of that. I've helped uh, a bunch so of kids get into school and get people recognized. So, now we appreciate yeah, you coming on, man. Your 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 energy is infectious. What you're doing is right. You're blue collar, hardworking, great dude. I, I like Big Blue, but the rest of these people listening are going to be pissed that you're a Big Blue guy because they're all you know birds fans. But hey, <laughs> there's enough for everybody, Colin. There's enough for everybody. That's what makes sports so great. One year it'll be uh, Mick gets to the show. One year it's us, Colin. One year, you know, look at you guys. You know, every every year it's somebody different that pops out of the blue, and you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, so that's what makes life great. You know, the challenges, and you know, you know, who likes what or who likes it. the only the only thing I'll say to all these people every day, I preach Giants, Yankees, I bash all those other teams, and every day I'm on the stage here, so you can come get me back. You know what I mean? <laughs> but if the Jets lose, yeah. they don't come in my store, so yeah. they don't give me the same opportunity to get them back. But I'm on stage. I call it on stage every day. You know, I appreciate you guys having me. It's awesome. If I could ever do anything for any of your people or in the area, we try and do a lot of things to be – we use the word kind around here. Um, at any time, if you know anybody in the area that needs something or needs a helping hand or wants to learn something, you know, you guys, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys having me. But always, you know, you have my email. You always feel free to get in touch with me, and I'd be glad to help out anybody I can. And anybody who wants to get in this field that has listened to this podcast, Email me. You're more than welcome to come down and chat with me or whatever I can do to help you out. Phenomenal. Phenomenal stuff, Roger. Uh, can't, can't thank you enough for coming on. Continue to just do what you're doing, man, because, you know, the, the world we live in anymore, it's all about shedding that kindness and just kind of creating the light of, you know, who we are and what we're all about. Thanks to social media, we have that opportunity now. So keep on saying boning, my friend. <laughs> Rod, before you go, can you give us, hey, it's me, the deli guy, and you were listening to the Sam Boner Show? You got it. You tell me when to go. Ready? It's me, the deli guy. You'll listen to the Sam Boner Show. There's nothing better, guys. Tune in. You'll be surprised. You'll have a great time. Don't forget, be kind out there. It's me, the deli guy, and there's nobody better than me. <laughs> you are the best. Wow. <laughs> Clap it up. Thanks for coming on, brother. That's, that's on one take, too, Colin. That wasn't two take. That was a one take. Oh, we take. do, baby. That's how <laughs> oh, we, we do, do it, right? man. Shoot from the hip. Guys, honestly, have me back on again. It was an honor to be on. I appreciate it. Nice chat with you guys. You're the man. Thank you, brother. Good luck to the Eagles. Thank you, man. We're going to get there again before him. (laughs) Be well, buddy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Later, man.